Good morning. You're going to need a bigger boat. No, wait. You're listening to Drinking Socially, the official Untapped podcast. Your weekly look into what's happening in the Untapped community and the world of beer. This episode is brought to you by Beer Advocate and Beer Advocate's Lager Fest in Cyberspace. Coming up on August 20th and 21st, this event will include 12 lagers and two Beer Advocate tasting glasses. It's going to ship anywhere that Halftime Beverage ships, and it's going to include lagers from Dovetail, Halfway Crooks, Russian River, and a Smoky Roush beer from Wolfsbridge, to name a few. So check that out on beeradvocate.com. You can order it as long as they'll ship to you. And don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Leave a comment on YouTube. We really do read them and love them. And if you're really good at words, leave a review on your favorite podcast site so that Harrison can read it to me as I'm trying to fall asleep. But sleep isn't what this episode's about, Harrison. What is this episode about? Well... Maybe it's slightly. We'll see. You know, so when I think of great but perhaps unsung places to drink a beer, a lot of images pop into my mind. You know, and I'm talking about like where you feel like you've earned that beer, really earned it, like after mowing the lawn, right before a nap in my hammock. That's pretty classic. Or maybe it's a Sunday afternoon, the game is on, and I'm about to take a nap on the couch. Or like, after a long, successful day of work, before I nap on a stranger's shoulder on the bus. Everyone knows what I'm talking about. And while it's clear that I need more rest from the amount of time I daydream about actually dreaming, I can say with great clarity that uh, the ultimate unsung place for a beer and napping is the beach. And that makes total sense. I mean, beer is mostly water. Humans are mostly water, and the beach is near water. So, of course, we love drinking on or near water, too. It goes together like, well, like beer and the beach. And what better time of year, if you're in the States or anywhere that it's summer, uh, than the summer to put on your flip-flops and your fanciest Tommy Bahama shirt, grab some cold ones, and head towards the closest body of water you can find. And in the spirit of one of the greatest beach days of summer, July 4th, We wanted to go a little overboard today uh, as we celebrate drinking near the water and feature two badges. That's right, so more than one, two badges, and we couldn't think of a better beer to do that with than the only beer Jaws, by way of eating Quint, ever drank Narragansett's Lager. So get ready to crush it like Quint with us. And if you're venturing into the ocean this weekend, just remember to do it with someone who's a slower swimmer than you, and you'll be A-OK. Anyway, John, hi, or should I say, ahoy, what what badges are we going to work on right now? Anytime someone says ahoy, I feel like I need to respond in the accent of a pirate, but... Two badges never before seen on Drinking Socially. Ahoy, matey, and beach bum. Both of these are venue-specific badges. So the only thing that matters is where you're drinking. So for ahoy, matey, you may be thinking that you need to go capture Blackbeard's magic sailing vessel and 
check into a beer on it. And I think there is a badge for that. But for Ahoy Matey, all you need to do is check into your beers on a boat, ferry, or a harbor, or even a marina will work for that. So as long as the location you're checking in at is classified as one of those, you'll earn the badge and untapped will ask, is the ship swaying or did you just have one too many? Hope you don't get seasick. <laughs> and yes, because uh, getting seasick is horrible, um, especially <laughs> when you're drinking. For Beach Bum, this one I would argue is even easier. So you just have to check into a beer at a location categorized as a beach and untapped will pop up and let you know that feet in the sand and a can in your hand while you watch the waves roll in. Mm. Just, it's, it's a nice little, it's not technically, I think, a haiku, but it's a very uh, bit of versed American poetry look. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, we were hoping to get as close to a Jaws experience as possible. So if anyone takes a photo of a real authentic, Nope, can't encourage real. Okay, so if anyone takes a photo of an animatronic shark in your check-ins this weekend, please yes. make sure that you tag Harrison and I. You won't get a special badge for it, but you will become part of the badge that Harrison uses to hold his heart together. Yes, please don't blame us if you get eaten uh, while trying to take a picture of a shark. In fact, just don't do it. Instead, what you should do is just check in a beer like normal, because not only could you earn the Ahoy Matey or the Beach Bum badge, but if you check into uh, a certain beer uh, between June 28th and July 5th, you will definitely earn the National Independent Beer Run Day badge. So we are continuing our partnership with the Brewers Association um, and running a killer badge right up to July 4th weekend. Perfect timing to once again support the amazing independent breweries um, in the U.S. All you have to do to earn this is check in a one beer from a U.S. brewery listed as a microbrewery, nano brewery, a regional brewery, or a brew pub in Untap between June 28th and July 5th to earn this limited edition badge. So pumped to see all the check-ins with this, with some Oymady badge as well, maybe the Beach Bum, all that cool stuff. Um, a lot of badges today on today's episode, but let's get back to talking about sharks and beer and today's beer, which is a classic. And speaking of Jaws and cool places to drink beers on summer weekends here in, in this hemisphere anyways, Harrison, what are we drinking today? That's right. The one and only Narragansett Lager, Lager, Lager. As John is showing it out beautifully on YouTube with the nice uh, stars and things on the back. Says they always do That's something cool for the summer on the high neighbor there. Can. Love the can. Yeah, classic can. Always, but they have a retro one we'll talk about in a moment. Anyway, let's get to the stats. The So this is an American lager, 5% ABV, 12 IBUs. It carries a 3.15 rating on untapped and... From Narragansett themselves, made on honor for five generations, the famous Narragansett Lager has been one of the greats since 1890. Pre-Prohibition era drinkers toasted Gansett, Dr. Seuss illustrated Gansett, the Sox scored with Gansett, and Captain Quint crushed Gansett. Brewed to be clean, crisp, refreshing, and perfectly balanced. Hi, neighbor! Have a Gansett! And... 
We shall. So I'm going to open up mine. John's already doing it straight from the can. Uh, taking a master class on beach drinking and harbor drinking right from the can yeah, well, itself. One of the things you'll learn as a seasoned beachgoer like myself that yep. spent a lot of times over in Lake Erie out in Buffalo, New York, which is what a lot <laughs> of people think of when they're planning their beach vacations. <laughs> but you 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 can't you shouldn't bring glassware onto the beach True. and you definitely didn't bring glassware onto quint's boat so i'm nope. trying to keep this authentic and really get in the spirit of the upcoming july 4th weekend and drinking it right from the can i don't know it 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 may not add anything other than a nostalgic twinkle in my eyes as i sip this beer but it, I mean, it, it, it tastes like everybody's first beer. There's, for me, there's nothing that screams and jumps out uh, from this can. I, I love the slogan "Made on Honor." I can't really taste it. It just tastes like a really <laughs> good beer, and I love that it's so, it's so steeped in lore on the East Coast yep. of the United States. Um, so I'm not gonna. It, it, Harrison pouring it out of the can is going to give you a much better picture on YouTube. Um, for yep. me, I'm 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 not saying this pejoratively to the Narragansett folks because I think this is a great lager. But I think that's that's what it is. It's a great lager, and if you really have an explicit draw to this beer, it's because you were friends with Harrison when you watched Jaws, or your dad drank it, or something along those lines that makes this jump out to you. But I'm often wrong, Harrison. What am I missing when I taste this beer like a like a layman here sitting on the beach? <laughs> well, I don't think you're missing much. I think you hit the nail on the the head in many regards, perhaps the more important regards in that a lot of these classic American lagers, um, you know, they're, they have a lot of similarities in the way they taste, look, all that stuff. It really is about the memories, the people, where you had them, all that stuff that it's just is the perfect canvas for those things to sit on. Um, so for me, right, being from New England, having a little bit of a history of this beer, or with this beer myself, it it reminds me of hot summer nights and oysters and the beach and grilling people's backyards and all those things. The things that, you know, being sunburned and not really caring and sleeping on the floor in someone's house. More memories are kind of coming back <laughs> as I keep drinking it. But a lot of great, it's just great kind of, right, summer memories where this was a classic go-to you could grab and and just crush it right from the can pour it into a glass i mean it's beautiful looking yeah it, i mean if you look at it, it's like a perfectly looking lager it's got a great you know golden color Super to clean. it right the heads is still hanging out here with it you get a little bit of corn on it but it's it is it's just like crisp it pops it's you know it's actually you know, not bitter but 12 IBUs, I don't know. That seems maybe even a little low for this. It kind of has a nice pop to it, but that could just be the the carbonation um, accentuating that. But this is what you look for in like, uh, like right, like an approachable lager um, that's just going to make you happy and deliver on exactly that. A very straightforward beer that when it's ice cold and you're grilling, it's, the again, just mow the lawn, whatever it may be, about to take a nap, this is it. This will be that perfect thing that you drink half of and have a sandwich and then you're asleep. And for yep. the few um, moments right before you go to bed, you're the happiest you've ever been in your entire life. And so we're all chasing. 
a lot of between yeah you know a lot of naps in harrison's summer celebrations i'm noticing it's not a lot of sleep at harrison's life that's at night okay. it's not the, the <laughs> night the night sleep doesn't happen so i gotta make up for it somewhere i don't lose my mind it's the <clears> anyway. opposite of a bear right um, personal problem but this <sighs> is great i made the mistake once of going to no i can't i i got to enjoy once going to the beach <laughs> with a with a beautiful girl that liked beer and and liked the beach more than I did so that's where we ended up going and we had we brought a 12 pack of IPAs from Saranac and it was we drank all of them on the beach that day my check-in photos get progressively more artistic and I don't <laughs> remember what happened when we left, it was like one of the first times I'd ever just crushed six IPAs on a beach in a hot North Carolina summer. That was probably about the last time that happened, too. If I was yeah. doing it again, I would I would gladly reach for something like the Narragansett. And, and I would I, and I just because that like Narragansett pitched the hashtag crush it like Quint for a while. Yeah. They had vines back when vines were a thing about it. Right. I would feel good to crush this can and put it in a recycling container afterwards. Yeah. But like this would be, this would be something that would make me appreciate or, or more happy to remember my late nineties, early two thousands drinking expeditions. That's right. And if you're missing what we're putting down with the Quint and Jaws and all that stuff, we should say, I mean, this beer is pivotal in that in the first summer blockbuster ever, yeah. Steven Spielberg's Jaws, because um, that wasn't a thing before. No one released movies in the summer because they were like, people are on vacation. No one goes to the movies in the summer. And Steven Spielberg was like, well, let's be the first. Let's let's do it. Let's scare people who are at the beach and leaving the beach with a huge shark that'll eat them all. And he was right, and it was it launched now what we all take for granted, the summer blockbuster that seemed to happen every weekend. So, or someone's trying to make one happen every week in some studio. So this is the beer of Quint, and, you know, Narragansett does a great job almost every summer of releasing the old retro cans. You can see some cool check-ins on Untapped, people enjoying them, look a little different than the white can with the red label of today. And yeah, I mean, you'll see Quint throughout that movie. If he's not drinking, I think it's peach brandy or apple brandy, some kind of horrible brandy. It he's, is a brandy. Yeah, right. He's drinking in Narragansett's and crushing the can in his hand and throwing them on the, the deck. And karma comes to get him by littering in the form of a shark. And uh, <laughs> it's a tale as old as time. That's right. Steven Spielberg telling us all to just that's pick right. up after ourselves. That's it. This was the whole thing was funded by the Department of Agriculture. No, I kid, I kid. Um, but uh, but yeah, it's a, obviously a great movie. I hope you've all seen it, but you haven't. Don't worry about it. It's probably on this coming weekend. If you're listening to this live somewhere. Maybe you have it, uh, someone, a relative has it on VHS, which probably won't help you because who has a, a, a thing to play <laughs> what VHS? Do you, what do you anymore? do with this? <laughs> right. What do I do? Right. Do I blow on it? Do I, what do I do? What do I probably put it Probably adjust printer? the tracking, <clears throat> turn it. your TV to channel three. <laughs> Just adjust the rabbit ears. Um, but anyway, classic movie, launched a whole phenom that is the summer blockbuster and Right, it's so funny that it's a movie that we, you know, John, I live close to the beach, um, and it comes on every summer, and every year I watch it, and then go to the beach next, and I 
still as an adult, go, well, let's just everyone be aware and look out. You never know. What's that thought right into your head, even as an adult-looking human? Um, there could be a shark out there in those waves. Always, always good to have a bigger boat. There is a shark out there in those waves. Um, I mean, you might have to go a little sure. farther, but yeah, yeah <laughs> always safer. Always safer on on the shore. Indeed, I think I mean I yeah. don't know. Yeah, so, statistically, yes. probably not. That's right. But, St- well, right, depends. Yeah. Right, there's variables <laughs> yeah. there as well, like other people and. Um, but speaking of the beach and water and things like that, these badges, let's dive in a little bit more into them, John, ahoy matey and beach bum and kind of remind me how I can get these things. And then how everyone else is doing, I'm sure they're relatively popular since drinking on the beach. As I made the case earlier is kind of a common thing to do, a great thing to do. Yeah, it's. I mean, it isn't a as a kid go to the beach, build a sandcastle, meet new friends. All yeah. all that stuff is part of the beach as a child. When you're an adult and you have to take Advil just to make it through a sandcastle building <laughs> expedition, then you realize like beer is a pretty good is a pretty good adult version of sandcastle building. So the beach can still be fun with a good cooler. Uh, we'll start at the top of the order. Two badges on this show. You can go to effectively a couple different places to earn them. But given that it's July 4th weekend, even though we have a lot of listeners overseas in many different countries, if you'll do us a favor, even though we don't deserve it, and celebrate <laughs> July 4th with us as a random weekend of the year um, and have a beer, great. Uh, for Ahoy Matey, all you have to do, drink your favorite beer, grab a Gansett if you can, or whatever beer it is, doesn't matter at all. Go to a place that you can check into that's a boat, a ferry, a harbor, or a marina, and log your beer there. Boom. It's that simple. Boom. Check in a couple of times, and now you've got the Ahoy Matey badge. You could have a bottle share out there if it's municipally legal or if your bottles are in paper bags that might work as well (laughs) most common beers we see unlocking the ahoy matey badge are actually kind of typical or kind of what i would think of it leading the pack you've got heineken followed by corona followed by bud light miller light yingling coors Ah. light so you got a lot of big lagers up there i would have expected corona to be higher but um, then you get into Stella, more Bud, uh, Lagunitas and Sierra Nevada pale ale makes it in just at the bottom, which is actually, that's pretty cool to see too. Uh, it, the one caveat I'll say is you can't just like go out on a kayak or build yourself a Tom <laughs> Sawyer raft and check into your beer right. on the raft. I mean, you can, you'll have to look at untapped supports and you'll have to build a venue for your floating raft and. <laughs> it's a hole to do. So you, ideally, just look for look for a place near you that is near water and find an untapped venue that's labeled as a marina. That'll be an easy workaround. Yep. For Beach Bum, yes. this actually really... Well, initially, it let me down. What I looked at for Beach Bum when I tried to get some data on this badge, I looked at where people earn it. And the numbers are kind of low, but what I have to realize is that there's a lot of beaches. (laughs) Right. 
And you could be, we could be on the same beach in Harrison. You could check into like mile marker 10 and I could check into public access site number 40 and we could be 20 feet from each other and still earn that beach bum stat. Um, So what I, what I distilled is that the one, if we break it down into states or countries, it's Mm. Holland. Holland actually leads untapped in beach bum unlocks. Wow. Uh, followed by, get it, New York, uh, which is not a common beach uh, vacation. <laughs> no. Then we get into Florida, California, uh, Michigan, and then Hawaii is trickled in there yeah. as well. But uh, I would have expected, yeah, like <clears throat> the Keys, Cuba, uh, who knows? But I wasn't <laughs> guessing Holland in New York is the most yeah. common places people unlock those badges. There you go. Out in Wanta, New York, which is on Long Island, but you're right. Most of New York is not on the water. And then New Hampshire sneaks in there. Hampton Beach State Park. New Hampshire is like just just that tiny little sliver that like sneaks in on the beach. There yeah. it is. Hampton <laughs> yeah. State Park is... Uh, you could walk across New Hampshire before this podcast is over. On the beach, you probably could. You easily could. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. And then Holland rounds out the top ten again with another... Beach, that's pretty impressive. All right, so we know where people are drinking, but when they're on the beach, what are they drinking, John? What are the kind of top beer unlocks for Beach Bum? Yeah, when I looked at this, it was there's a lot of commonalities. What I was happy to see was that Corona shows up at the top of the list for beach yeah. beers. That's probably my most common beach beer, a Corona with a lime. Nostalgia, I feel like I'm just doing the right thing when I do that. Um, especially now that you can get it in cans over here on the coast. Most of the other beers were really similar to the boat beers, but we yeah. did see Cigar City's High Lie. Oh. Uh, we saw Dos Equis show up on the beach more nice. often and Land Shark Lager, which I think is just like the store brand of Corona. I'm not 100% sure the backstory on that, but I feel like <laughs> that beer exists only to compete with Corona. To sell cool T-shirts of a shark, that's yeah. <laughs> a beer. Also, um, yep, that's funny. That that I remember before Untapped enjoying a land shark lager at a beach in New Jersey, in Ocean City, New Jersey, many many moons ago. So I get it. I'm with you there, land sharkers on this badge. All right, so I'm jealous of all these people, all the cool things they've done. But let's talk about our journey to these badges. I'm going to start with you, John. Uh, we both live near the beach, so hopefully we both have something to say about these badges. We'll see, though, so kick us off. Yeah, I don't go as much as I used to. When I looked at this, I'm level one on Beach Bum. The last beer that helped me level it was actually Trogue's Perpetual Ooh. IPA. Said I'd never do it again. Um, <laughs> but... For the last, I don't know, eight years, I've lived uh, 10 miles away from the Atlantic Ocean, and most of my beach bum check-ins happened in Buffalo, New York. So, sunny Buffalo. Um, for Ahoy Matey, also yep. level one. And I'm confident the only reason I've unlocked this badge is because in Wilmington, we have a big beer event every year that's hosted on a battleship, which is technically a boat. And... I don't. I won't say that I cheated. I was on a boat when I drank that, yep. but the boat 
is bar- is barely <laughs> in the water. But, <laughs> so yeah, there's I mean there's workarounds. Irwin will tell you uh, in the Facebook group if you homebrew a bunch of beers and put summer in the name, that'll help you get the summer bliss badge or the that's right this 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 summer badge we just featured with summer bliss. That's right. Harrison, uh, you strike me as as the human, the the modern day uh, version of Captain Quint. Tell me that your Ahoy Matey badge is almost maxed out. Well, I learned a lot about myself, John, in preparing for today's show, and it's that I don't drink nearly enough on the beach. And really, it looks like if you look at check-ins alone, not at all. So. Gonna pull the band-aid off for both Beach Bum and Ahoy Matey. I have not leveled this badge up at all. I haven't unlocked it yet. Not yet. Oh! You know what, man? You're not you're not far from like this the, the Beach Bum badge is one of the least unlocked badges and untapped, like for I a venue badge. That. It's really low. Either people are really responsible on the beach. Maybe mm. Wi-Fi is bad. Maybe you're not thinking about checking in your Corona <laughs> as you're in the middle of a Top Gun volleyball scene. But right, exactly. Um, if you, I want to ask Any you, like, hands. okay, so there's time for a would you rather here, ah. um, and I want to, like, would you rather earn the Beach Bum or the Ahoy Matey badge? Is a simple one, but I've got Harrison on the podcast with me, so I'd much <laughs> rather ask Harrison, would you rather? To earn your uh, badge this summer weekend, would you rather have to battle a pirate for the Ahoy Matey or Jaws for the Beach Bum? Who are you? Who are you going into combat with? Who am I fighting? A giant shark or a pirate? Uh, well, like, like all great fights, it really depends on the arena where the fight takes place. So. I mean, in the water, well, the pirate and I, eh, I mean, I don't know. If he's got a peg leg and a hook hand, I can probably outswim him. But if he's got a... <laughs> but he's probably got a long reach. He's probably a little wiry, strong from climbing up mass and stuff and, you know, living off crabs and shells. So I don't know if I could swim fast enough for his sword. Jaws in the water, I'm dead. Jaws wins. <laughs> However... um. If we're on land, then obviously Jaws can't do much. And even the pirate, again, if I was, as long as I can move, I guess it's probably lateral movement is what I need to work on. If you're, you're at a peg leg and an eye patch, I get in your blind spot. I'm basically invisible if I just kind of keep hopping circles around you. Um, that's probably a horrible tactic that would just end with me getting stabbed as he turned the other way and just... <laughs> Pokes like playing me fetch by. with a dog. Exactly <laughs> right. Yeah, thinking I'm outsmarting this seasoned, right, seafaring warrior by jumping to the left. <laughs> it um, works in but, Call of Duty. <laughs> right? <laughs> that's, that's too much. Show oh, those dang kids. I got beat by someone who jumped. Nothing humbles you more when some 16-year-old kid just sees you and jumps over your bullets and then shoots you in the head. That happens all the time. It'll probably happen to me later tonight, but um, I'll never learn. That's not my first instinct, but you got to know the rules of the game. That game, jumping is more effective than shooting most of the time. They need so, a grown-up Call of Duty where no jumps happen. Right, I'm waiting exactly. for that. I'm waiting for uh, that. I'll pay extra right, for an exactly. old person Call yeah, of that, Duty. Right. That skill is not transferable to the real world, so... I hope they all know that. But so I guess I've learned something then. This battle between the pirate and I, jumping probably won't cut it. 
This is a tough one. I mean, I think, again, it comes down to Arena. If we're in the water, I guess I'll take the Pirate because Jaws, I mean, Jaws's M.O. is you don't know he's there and then you're dead. Like, he just comes up from the bottom, shoots up like a missile. You're hanging out, having fun, you know, looking at birds and stuff, thinking about, oh, it's for dinner later. It's been a great day outside. I'm getting some sun. What's that underneath me? Gone. Right. Is that a, is there a shadow? Is that a rock? And you're just eliminated. Your feet are off your body and you're just <laughs> thinking about all the things you regret. So I don't want to go down that path. That sounds horrible and, and wet and uh, pirate in the water. Great. We're fighting. He's again, I, at least I have a shot there. If I can kind of, I don't know, get the upper hand or maybe just out cardio him. I mean, in reality, yeah, pirates are wiry warriors, but also probably horribly malnutritious. You're you're you know True. you're on a boat. Scurvy is a thing. I could probably outswim him, maybe because swimming was a thing really taught. So maybe in the water, I'm taking the pirate, and in the land, I guess I'm choosing pirate. I guess Jaws, I surrender. You know, we may be the apex predators of the land as humans, but the water, well, the water, we don't belong there. That's their world. And we're best just to let Jaws do his thing and be tourists. Um, and, and that's about it. So hat off to Jaws. Pirate, sure. I'll, and also, if I lose, what a great legacy that is. Killed by a pirate. No one's going to be like, he was a wimp. He was a loser. <laughs> like, that guy died in a pirate fight. Wow. Tell me more about his life. How did he get in a pirate? You know, there are have questions there. They're probably some movie rights. My family will be taken care of. Pirates, I'm going to fight a pirate. There's no either I die and a movie's made about me starring, I don't know, Johnny Depp and Clint Eastwood. Sure. Great. Perfect. That'd be nice. His son. It would. Um, Yeah. All right. Yeah. (laughs) If his son stars in it, my wife will be there to watch it right away. (laughs) Everyone's wives will be. That's where all the money is, getting the wives in the theaters. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I'll take that. I'll take pirate battle and you just forget Jaws. You're not winning that. I don't have the capacity. Cause I'd be the idiot who was like, I'll take the tank and I'll throw it in his mouth and I'll like in the movie and I'll shoot and I'll blow up. I'll miss the mouth of the tank. The gun will be full of water and I'll just be sitting there drowning. Like, well, this, this didn't go. <laughs> I didn't have a plan B. This was it. I'm just going to die now. <laughs> as far as I got was, this was all going to work perfectly. And I was going to be a hero, <laughs> and now I'm just sitting here drowning. So Guns that's full life. of water. What the hell do I It's not even floating. <laughs> this didn't work at all like it was supposed to. So <sighs> let's say that uh, you choose the pirate, and yep. through Miracle of Fate, you're able to survive. Where do you go to celebrate? Is there a particular venue we might ah, highlight that would capture <laughs> your pirate celebration? That's right. Well, if it, if this battle happened on the on, in Southport, North Carolina, not too far away from where we are now, right on the, the water itself, I wouldn't have to walk very far at all to head on up to Southport Tap and Cellar. So that is our verified venue of the week. This week, and these guys are just doing it, doing it right. They're in an old kind of converted gas stations. They have like all the, the car bay doors can take the walls up, which is it's pretty cool. I always love being in a place like that where you can kind of be inside, feel like you're outside. And South, Southport, North Carolina is quite the place. Even if you guys have never been there, you've probably yep. feel like you have. 
because it's in like a million movies from 90s classic I Know What You Did Last Summer to Summer Catch, Domestic Disturbance, Mandy Moore's classic A Walk to Remember, and then of course the Josh Dumal tour de force that is Safe Haven. So that was also filmed um, in Southport. It's a beautiful town, cool beach, and home to Southport Tap and Cellar. And so these guys, they're doing it right. They have 20 plus taps here. A lot of great North Carolina stuff. And also I saw things from like Prairie, Artisan Ales, and a couple other breweries from all over the country that um, are on my list of of great breweries. They do food trucks every Friday, huge outdoor area. You can hang out and enjoy beer there or grab some beer to go. But it's an awesome spot for before, during, after Southport's annual July 4th parade and fireworks show, which is kind of like a, a local or a, maybe even a regional mess. draw. Yeah, it's uh, can be kind of crazy. There. Holy cow. <laughs> so, or any day, if you want to miss the crowds and go on any other weekend. Um, you'll be good. But these guys, I mean, I couldn't believe the tap list. They had stuff from Heist. They had stuff from really great uh, Bond Brothers and Raleigh. They wow. have one of one of our favorite beers that um, Flying Machine Brewing makes in town here. Their Weighted Blanket, which is an English pub ale. They had that on Nitro there, which wow. is like, that's the beer that's for me. I know. So, like, it really, reading the tap list, I was like, I gotta go. Maybe it's worth it to go to this parade if I can just not go to the parade and drink weighted blankets and enjoy some hot dogs from a food truck. So maybe I'll be there this weekend. Keep an eye on my check ins. But they also have some really cool specials, like pretty much every day of the week that I think, John, you, you, you saw a little yeah. bit of that online. It would be easier to fight a pirate and get into Southport <laughs> on July 4th than mm-hmm. to fight traffic for it. But any oh. other weekend um, or during the week, if you're heading yeah. out to Southport Tap and Cellar, the special that I fell in love with was on Wednesdays. They do 25% off their crawler fills, That's which right. are perfect because you could get a 25% off crawler filled, take it to the beach, earn the beach bum badge, boom, bada beach, bada boom. Um, or on, I think it's Thursdays, they do live trivia That's right. uh, just about every Thursday night. And Trivia is has become like this worldwide phenomenon, but yeah. whether there's one, two, or five of you, there's nothing more fulfilling than realizing you don't know anything about Friends or Lord <laughs> of the Rings, but you're still having fun drinking beer. And in this case, you get to drink really good beer at Southport Tap and Cellar. So check them out. They also yeah. do, I think, every day if you get like you build your own six pack, you can take that to go, and they'll give you a discount on that as well. That's right. So that's Easy opportunity to earn the beach bum badge without having to fight a pirate or a murderous shark. That's right, which is always good when you can say, I'm not doing one of those two things today. It's good to be grateful for that kind of stuff. Not fighting a pirate today, not fighting a shark. Just have to deal with traffic. Fantastic (laughs) stuff. Speaking of things that aren't sharks or traffic or pirates, let's keep talking about beer, John. What was your best beer of the week last week? Tell me about it. I had a good one, man. Mm. Um, Braxton Labs. Okay. Uh, has, they've been on my kind of breweries I want to taste. Is that a weird yep. list to make? Yeah, breweries I want to taste. They've been, they've been on that list for years. Like when yeah. I first started working at Untapped, uh, I worked with a guy his last name was Braxton. I was in the service with a guy Ooh. whose last name was Braxton. And then I see this Braxton Brewery. They're out of Covington, Kentucky. They have a couple locations, I think, even in Ohio as well. 
the beer that I drank from them was called Sour Cherry Limeade, which mm. makes me think of summer, makes me think of yes. Sonic, the burger joint. Yes. And um, I got such an, it was serendipitous, such an amazing hookup from Brian McCaskey, who's in the Facebook yep. group. Uh, we sometimes are pen pals through the legal mail service. And right. that was how I got my hands on this beer, which is not distributed very much. But man, it was like sour cherry limeade. Just anything you can do with those flavors, I'm in love with it. So really, I've been wanting Braxton for a while. Still a huge fan. Uh, what about you, Harrison? Hopfly? Not this week yet, although, again, July 4th, keep an eye on those check-ins. It's released a Pilsner that looks like it'll be happening for me. But this past week, I got my hands on some silent disco from Bunk Brewing out of Pennsylvania that I'd never Ooh. had despite living in PA forever. It's one of their uh, hazy IPAs. It was delicious. It's their core, one of their core IPAs, actually. So that's always, it's very fun for me to... Yeah, your rare stuff, your imperial, whatever, that's going to be great and exciting. But what do you crank out every day? What's your bread and butter? What's your, you know, American cheeseburger? For them, it's Silent Disco, and it was amazing. It was very, very good. It kind of makes me jealous when somewhere else has, like, a go-to beer that I enjoy rarely. And I'm like, oh, this is amazing. I wish I could get this all the time. And people in York Pierre are like, well, we do. Um, so... Jealous of you guys. Kudos to Funk. They're starting to get a little more distribution. It looks like a couple of their beers are floating around North Carolina. So I'm going to try and hunt the rest down. But um, enjoyed it during a Scrabble game that I lost, as I always have, and I was will against my wife. But that's okay. And it was funny in my check-in. I didn't even realize this. I showed my my hand, my letters that I had yet to play, and scrabbled in them was the word haze which someone pointed out in one of the comments that I didn't even realize it. I'm a moron. I was should have thought like, if you have one thought, <laughs> no wonder your wife beats you. Yeah. I'm the, I, I'm just, I'm all three letter words all day and I destroy the whole board. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not good at it. Not good, but uh, trying. I still keep playing for some reason um, to keep the peace. I think, but uh, one of these days I'll win, I guess. And then, um, and then that'll be, I can retire. And I will never play again. <laughs> one one good solid win and then walk away from the sport. That's what and Michael you know, Jordan did. That's right. That's, um, I think you're right. It, so whether you're on the beach or in the boat or honestly, even in your backyard, although you won't earn a badge for checking into your backyard unless you live on the beach. But either way. Enjoy your summer, unless you're in Australia, and remember, <laughs> every time you visit the beer, you should bring a beach and crush it like Quinn. Oh, yes! He did it! Hot diggity dog. For next week, who knows what will happen? I may still be at the beach, I may be crushing it like Quint on a boat somewhere, fighting a pirate. really have some work to do on both those badges, so I may be busy doing that. But till then, cheers. Cheers. Destroy. Yeah, I'll drink for both of us. Yeah. <laughs>